Dr. Marketing Tips, paging Dr. Marketing Tips. Dr. Marketing Tips, you're needed in the marketing department. Welcome to the Dr. Marketing Tips Podcast, your prescription to the answers you seek to grow your medical practice easier, better, and faster. This show is all about connecting practice administrators and medical marketing professionals with peers working in practices, learning from experiences, making mistakes, and sharing successes. Let's get started. Welcome to the Dr. Marketing Tips Podcast. I'm Danielle Owings, the Director of Client Services and Operations at Insight Marketing Group. Today, I'm joined by our newest team member, Roshni Patel. Hi, everyone. Over the past few weeks and months, there have been significant changes to some of our favorite social media platforms, from huge updates at Facebook to drama over at TikTok, and now this introduction of Instagram Reels. You're probably wondering what this all means for your practice and how you should respond to all these changes. So today, Roshni and I are going to first try to explain what these changes are and what they mean, and then we'll give you some actionable tips to help you navigate this ever-changing social media landscape. So we're going to start with Facebook. As we all know, Facebook has been under a lot of fire for the last few years, so a lot of their changes and updates actually are related to security, combating this fake news, and some of these changes will also affect how you advertise on the platform. So that's really important. Adweek recently released an article that discusses how Facebook's new design is causing a lot of headaches for marketers, and I can definitely attest to that. But this happens a lot of times when a social media platform redesigns, there's that initial pushback, and then people kind of get used to it. But honestly, a lot of these changes are a pain in the butt for marketers. And some of the biggest complaints are because there's common tools that if you're a marketer that uses Facebook business, there's those common tools, you know, where publishing tools are, you know, where the creator studio is, you know, where your pages are. And now Facebook has moved all of those things. So I remember when Facebook first made this switch, I was in one of our clients' accounts and I was like, what the heck? I was just trying to simply schedule something and it had moved to a new location. So it's important that if you are managing your own Facebook account for your business, that you take the time to learn where all these popular tools that you use every day have moved to and that'll make your life a little bit easier. Another shuffle on Facebook was the about section. So they've made that more prominent for viewers of your page. They can very easily find your about section. That's important because if you haven't updated your about section, you probably should because people can find it a lot easier now. Facebook also did away with the My Story feature. It's where brands could write a narrative and share some photos for their pages. It's something we honestly never really used. So I'm assuming that a lot of businesses might not necessarily have been using it. So that's probably why they did away with the feature. And that's also not to be confused with stories. That might have been another factor into why they got rid of it. Stories and my story, maybe it was just confusing. Overall, for marketers, the new Facebook will take a lot of time to get used to. So make sure that you kind of take the time to navigate it a bit. Thanks, Danielle. That's great information. Also, Facebook has also been working on implementing ad limits to reduce the number of campaign advertisers that they can have running at the same time. This was initially intended to roll out this summer, but Facebook has decided to push back enforcing this rule until 2021. Yes, that's going to be another couple months. That means now is the time to look at the campaigns your practice has running and make any necessary adjustments before the new year. So make sure you implement that. Something else relating to Facebook ads in April, Facebook announced that they will no longer make it mandatory for Facebook advertisers to use campaign budget optimization, also known as 
CBO. CBO allows advertisers to set one central campaign budget for all your ad sets. By not requiring this, basically it allows advertisers to choose to focus on impressions rather than ad performance and really individualize their ad goals. So definitely check out how you can implement these campaigns for your Facebook page. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And speaking of ads, Facebook is making a lot of changes in relation to ads some of them not their own choosing. So a recent report in Adweek and a blog was also published on Facebook's blog that Apple's new mobile operating system will be a huge hit to a lot of businesses' audiences on Facebook's ad platform. With Apple's iOS 14 update, Apple devices will no longer collect iPhone identifiers, which are known as IDFA. That means they'll be unable to serve personalized in-app ads to iPhone users. Think of like the ads that you see when you're thinking about buying a new pair of shoes. This will fundamentally limit the data available to businesses for running and measuring their ad campaigns. There was a quote even from Alex Austin, who is the CEO of User Measurement for Branch Metrics. He even went so far as to say that Apple's iOS 14 update isn't compatible with Facebook's ecosystem, which is a huge statement to make is that both not compatible on the new iPhone, which is a huge thing to consider. So ultimately, we'll see how this all kind of shakes out. But it is a huge disruption to Facebook's audience network and how we run and manage our campaigns. Yeah, that's quite alarming. I could see why many will be upset about this change. Something else interesting that is happening at Facebook is their development and testing of digital marketing solutions. They're also currently allowing a select group of small businesses and pages to test email marketing tools from Facebook. So it's a great opportunity. This will be interesting to see how Facebook leverages its user data so that they can make their solutions more attractive than traditional email marketing tools. It's something that we'll be watching for sure. So stay tuned. Hello, Keith Landry here with Insight Marketing Group. Let's talk about public relations. If you want to get your doctor story on the news, you have to hire someone who knows exactly how newsrooms work. Insider Insights help you win news coverage. Our PR team has 26 years of experience working in newsrooms. We're experts at executing public relations campaigns right down to those small details that make a big difference for your practice. Trust Insight Marketing Group for insights you need to get your story on the news. That'll be interesting to see how it plays out because obviously Facebook has access to a lot of data. And if you've ever done email marketing, you know that kind of segmenting your lists is very important. So we'll see how Facebook uses that data to help email marketers as well. For sure. So of course we could go on all day with things relating to Facebook because Facebook changes by the hour, honestly. But let's switch gears a bit to Instagram Reels, which honestly isn't necessarily switching gears because Facebook also is Instagram. Instagram Reels was launched in early August as a direct response to TikTok. Currently, TikTok is facing a potential ban, and so Instagram is hoping to scoop up some of its users. Similar to TikTok, Reels allows people to create short-form videos that are set to music and then can be shared with their friends and followers and can also be discovered within the app. Of course, Reels is being accused of copying TikTok. However, critics said the exact same thing about stories. When Instagram introduced stories, they were eerily similar to Snapchat. But now, stories have actually surpassed Snapchat's daily users. So it'll be interesting to see how Reels kind of changes over time if it does end up surpassing 
seeing TikTok. So what does this actually mean for your practice? Is this another social platform that you have to learn? Ultimately, TikTok is its own platform for short form video content, while Reels is just another thing that you can do on Instagram. So just like we experiment with Instagram stories or IGTV or even the regular Instagram feed, Instagram users should experiment with Reels to kind of see what sticks. I don't think it's necessarily a make or break social tactic, whether you're on or not on TikTok or Reels, but it could be a fun way to engage your staff on social media. Yeah, I totally agree with you, Danielle, on that. And it's exciting to see Reels being implemented on the Instagram platform and also trying to gain users of TikTok because of the ban. So while Danielle has spoken about this, there are a lot of great ways practices can use Reels and become successful. The only difference is that TikTok only allows 60 seconds and reels only allow 15 seconds of video shooting. So here are some great examples we've seen, which already have had a success in the medical world. So here are some ideas. So basically, you can create a video on five tips to wear a mask during COVID. Since it's we are in the COVID era, as you guys know, these would be a great educational video for your patients to understand the reasons why we wear a mask and why it's so important for us to wear it on a daily basis due to COVID and kind of educate the patient about these certain issues and why it's important. I've also seen great videos where doctors have explained how a surgery works and you can do it in 15 seconds and it make it really fun and entertaining because the idea is to make sure that your patients feel much more relaxed on a procedure and not as scared about a procedure that may be coming up. So create 15 seconds reels, uh, make it fun, make it entertaining, try to use some fun visuals and post it on your Instagram page. And then another great piece of short form video content on reels is video testimonials of patients giving feedback. So you might be doing a 15 second video patient after after the procedure or after the visit at the office and maybe try to get their Instagram account. You know, sometimes patients don't give it out, but it would be a great idea if they did. So you can tag them in the caption. The reason why I say that is because they're more likely to comment and reshare the posts. So if there's more engagement on the posts, other people will see it who don't follow you. And then who knows, one of their friends might end up following you and learning about the practice and help with your branding. So these are some great ideas if you're thinking of getting started with reels at your practice. With that being said, said, we will definitely share some links to these reels in our show notes for this episode. So stay tuned. Yeah, perfect. I do want to mention if kind of as it applies to all social platforms, if you do include a patient, just make sure you get them to sign a media release. We have those. So if you reach out to our team, we'd be happy to send you a templated media release. So Roshni just kind of went over reels. But while TikTok is on the chopping block, it is not completely gone yet. There's talks of Microsoft purchasing TikTok. What could that mean for the social platform and its users? and businesses who use the platform. And more importantly, what does that mean for your practice? The short answer is that we have no idea right now. Our President Trump just set a deadline of mid-September for the app to be purchased before it's officially banned in the United States. And like I said, Microsoft, among other big tech companies, are in the running to try to purchase TikTok. However, very recently, China has gone back and sued the United States government in federal court saying that, no, we protect our users' data. So honestly, only time will tell to see how this all plays out. And so you might be asking yourself, like, should I be on Reels and TikTok? 
you obviously as a practice manager do not have time to be on both. And in my opinion, with TikTok's future in question, I'd recommend sticking to a social platform that you're familiar with, like Instagram, and using their Reels feature if you want to experiment with short form video content, which is very easy for me to say. So with all of that said, there are a lot of big changes that are happening, and we could talk about them all day. So if you ever have any questions about kind of the best social media marketing strategy for your practice, don't hesitate to reach out to our team. We'd always be happy to help. And with that, I am Danielle. And I'm Roshi. Thank you so much for joining us on the Dr. Marketing Tips Podcast. Thanks for listening to the DrMarketingTips.com podcast. If there's anything from today's show you want to learn more about, check out DrMarketingTips.com for our podcast resource center with all the notes, links, and goodies we mentioned during the show. If you're not already a subscriber to our show, please consider pressing the subscribe button on your podcast player so you never miss one of our future episodes. And if you haven't given us a rating or review yet on iTunes, please find a spare minute and help us reach and educate even more of our medical practice peers. Thanks again for listening, and we'll catch you next time. Doctor's Orders.